everyone, I'm Lynn with Psychic Focus at psychicfocus.blogspot.com and today's topic is a pretty powerful topic and I call it the hidden meanings within the Bible and how meditation is truly the key to finding God. So I'll read the question and I'll move forward from there and hopefully this all makes sense as I do move forward. It says, Lynn, I watched the following video that discusses the true God is the God within. The God can only be accessed through quiet reflection or meditation. It further states that the Bible is truly a guide to finding God. And when the Bible was written, many parts were written in an allegory or a symbol to share this knowledge. Can you share your thoughts? So it's actually a pretty long video. It's a couple hours long, but so much of it resonated with me. And most times if someone sends me a video, I try not to watch the whole thing because I don't want to have a bias. I want to feel it out. I want to feel the energy associated to it. I want to think on the topic. But something was very different with this video and I found myself watching the whole video. I've always felt that there's truth within the Bible, but the stories and taking them from a more literal approach, they just felt wrong. So I always had this push-pull thing going on with me when you talk about the Bible and the stories of the Bible. And I couldn't quite understand why parts of it felt so enlightening and created a sense of peace from within while at the same time I was rejecting it. So I'm just telling you from my experience. And after watching the video, I gained such a clarity that I just had to share it. And this is a more confirming type of a post rather than an all-out reading, but I hope you enjoy it because it was very moving for me and I will go ahead and explain a little further. So when trying to understand the base language of the Bible, I do resonate with it being written in ways that we can remember. It tells the truth, but in a way that it paints a very visual story to reinforce an image. To further support this, the Bible itself is, it even says within Proverbs, discussing a perceived understanding. We talk in allegories all the time, even Matthew 1334 discusses how Jesus spoke in parables. Just a few examples are sayings such as, you know, every day we might say, shoot the bull. We're not literally doing that. It's an expression. If looks could kill or spilling the beans, we're not literally spilling the beans. We're not killing someone with our looks. It is an expression of our language. And I see the Bible and its lessons working in a similar way as to that using, um, different concepts and different imagery to help remember a story, help to pass down a story. So the Bible and the lessons, that's why when you cross-reference it with other religions, there's very similar things, very similar stories, but they are related in a different culture or different religion or a different way. But that's why, because this is like a, a basic knowledge that is being held within this book. And allegories and the concept of parables, when you start to really analyze the Bible and you think about it, they're explained several times in the story of Abraham. And 2 Corinthians further describes that the letter kills or if taken literally causes harm and the spirit gives life. The verses are meant to teach great knowledge and more importantly, how to access and speak to your inner God directly. So when you think about that and you think about what it's really telling you and you try to gain an understanding, and I am not trying to say that I've 
study the Bible. I am not um, what I would call a religious person. I'm a very spiritual person. I think everybody has different perspectives, different understandings, depending on, you know, your culture, how you were raised. So I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. I'm saying this resonated with me as a deep inner truth. And I wanted to continue to share it as it was shared with me. And it is suspected when people study it that many people in the Bible didn't exist. And I've always seen that they did, but I didn't connect to the extreme miracles like parting the Red Sea or finding two of every animal to put on an ark. Like that didn't ever completely feel right to me. Now, was there a great flood? I think there was, but I didn't see that the ark was what it was really, I guess, portrayed as in the Bible. I got that parting the Red Sea as a symbol for something else. A great point was given within the video, if, if you choose to watch it, which I do encourage, that the existence and the magnitude of their abilities, I mean, you you have to kind of question that. How is it possible to prove that Jesus or Moses existed as it's near impossible to prove a non-existence? It'd be like trying to prove a cross between a flamingo pelican doesn't exist when the real challenge should be to prove that it does indeed exist. People go around about proving something in the wrong aspect. If something doesn't exist, how do you prove, prove its non-existence? You should be trying to prove something does exist if you really in your being believe that it did. In the Bible, it's I see this in how a story, story of dark and light or the devil versus God. And think about it, how do you spell devil? It's evil with a D versus good, adding an, removing an O. So it's like the devil versus God or good versus evil. Look at the spelling. They didn't even go that far away from the original spelling. And getting right with God or finding the kingdom of God is accessed through the right side of the brain. The Bible refers to getting within or going inside to find God in the mystery of this kingdom. The reference of going right in within is listed so many times within the Bible to go within. If you go without or to the external, that's where you go to hide from God. But to go inside, that is where you find him. The carnal ego is on the left side of the brain and Christ is on the right. And in Luke 17, 21, it states, God is within you. And I think that is exactly what it means. To be in touch with God, you have to go within. And God is within everybody or a higher source or a higher power or this higher consciousness. It is within all of us. The Bible further goes into meditation, the importance of it to find God. In Matthew 6, 22, it says, if your eye be single, your body will be full with light. The third eye or the pineal is the gateway to finding God. Going to the mountain or the higher place in all religions refers to the higher part of your consciousness. That's what they're telling you. If your eye be single, your body will fill you with light. God lives in a temple not built with human hands within the temples of your head. The temple can only be built in silence. So what is that telling you? Your temples are on your head and it can only be built in silence. I, I don't see an accident there. That feels like a synchronicity that is a clue for us. Referencing uh, to regarding the chakras, energy centers, or wheels of light is also discussed in the Bible. 
you have to climb the chakras via the kundalini energy and the climbing leads to the opening to the right side of the brain and finally the enlightenment in the pineal. The pineal is a seed of the soul. Even the Vatican has pinecone symbology relating to the pineal. Jacob also describes meeting God in a place called pineal. In Revelations 5.1 it states, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within, going within, and on the backside sealed with seven seals. They're referring to the seven chakras that you have to cross as you meditate to get to pineal and then you can meet God. This refers to gaining knowledge from within and was gained by traveling the backside and passing through all of the seven energies. The rising kundalini energy and many times is illustrated as a golden serpent climbing the spine. Kundalini is also called and referred to as the coiled one in many religions as this is the motion it makes as it travels upward. This can also be represented in Jacob's Ladder or in the description of King Solomon's Temple in the Winding Staircase. Again, they're talking in allegory here. Not only does the spiritual motion lead you to the kingdom of God, but the shape also has the basis of life, has the double helix, half of the double helix of DNA. So think about it. This winding staircase or your kundalini energy winding up your backside, that's half of a whole DNA piece. It feels like this just taps into the knowledge that we've always had in our hands and true enlightenment, inward lighting of the mind. Think about it, that word, enlightenment. In, within you, light, waking up, meant mental. It is all within you. It comes from within and we have the key. We just have to unlock it. And I want to thank you so much for listening. I know this was a little bit different of a posting. Please feel free to, to leave a comment. Again, I recommend listening to this video. It just, it was very eye-opening for me. It made me see things differently and it, it really resonated with me. So I'm hopeful that maybe it helps to conjure up something within someone else and, and give them some clues to a puzzle they've been trying to solve. So I will leave you with that. Please don't forget to like my video, uh, subscribe to my channel. All of it helps me out. Again, I'm Lynn with Psychic Focus at psychicfocus.blogspot.com. Thank you. Bye.